What's up guys, it's episode 143 of True to Size and I am Nathan from Courtside Sneakers. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to True to Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I am joined by the rest of the team at Canada Got Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Is that your ghost? That's my ghost, man. Are you spooky? Spooky. Alvin Martinez. (laughs) (laughs) I hate all of this so much. And he kind of gave it away, but we've got to give him his special intro anyway. You have to. You have to, man. Bars. All right. And also, when I say sneakers and Halifax, you immediately think of his name. One of the realest dudes around who's in it for the love of the game. The mastermind behind a little shop called Courtside Sneakers. Get your ass ready for an hour and a half of Nathan all up in your speakers. (laughs) (laughs) Your turn, Nate. (laughs) Now say a rap. (laughs) Nathan, we appreciate you being here. Uh, For everyone listening, Nathan is doing this via Zoom call, via Messenger, because he's in the Atlantic bubble and he thinks that we're all really dirty. We, we offered him to fly here and record in person, and he's like, uh, actually, we're, we're just no. going to, yeah. <laughs> Nathan, we appreciate you being here. Everything good? Yeah, man. It's, uh, I guess, comparatively, it's, it's great. <laughs> wow, we're going we're gonna to be, th- usually it's us throwing shots at other provinces, know, right? but this is one of the few provinces that can throw shots at us. <laughs> we have no comeback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's right. He's yeah, right. Yeah. right. Uh, Nine hundred new cases today. All right. Yeah, yeah you, you're right. All right. We've got a fire show for you guys this week. A great fire round question to get us going, followed by a new big sneaker sneaker company potentially being sold off. Then, because it's episode one four three. I la, 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 love you. Um, our NSR and thumbs up, thumbs down topics are going to be about love. Finally, our boy, Nate, boy Nathan is joining us for the first time. So he gets to play Canada's top rated podcast game show, 21 Gestions, as well as our newest game. How much is that? Then we're going to learn all about Nate's story, how he opened his store, what challenges he faces, and what the future holds for him. But first, Alvin. Fire round. Yes, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from Harrison Koo, HKU Inc. Good friend of the show. My guy. Great friend of the show. He says, what are some of your structural sneaker pet peeves? So this is getting real deep into the sneaker rabbit hole now, as in things to do with the physical sneaker itself Mm -hmm. that grind your gears. Mm -hmm. His personal ones, while you guys think of your answer, are Mm -hmm. when the flat laces are flipped and not neatly flat, when they're all crinkled. Mm -hmm. He says, when the wording on the back of the Nike Air tongue tag on the Jordan 1s bleeds over to the top, and it's not just fully concealed behind the tongue. Oh, and when yes. you tie the laces a little tighter and some of the scuff marks from where the lace used to be from yeah. the eyelets rubbed off onto the lace as a little mm. black mark. Yeah. He says, these all hurt my soul. This is a very specific so- thing. And I feel like everyone has that one little thing that just like really irks them about shoes. Most of mine are laces related. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first while you guys think. 
for me, he stole one of mine. The na- the lace is not flipped properly or like with the weird like twist in the middle. Mm. Hate it. Whether it's flat laces, round laces, boot laces, doesn't matter. It needs to be uniform. Mm. And the other one is either when the laces are not long enough. Mm. So like yeah. you lace it properly how you would normally lace the shoe and you're left with like a an inch of lace left and yeah. you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this little <laughs> yeah. nub of lace? <laughs> yeah. um, or if it's too long and then you're like, what am I supposed to do with these extra three feet <laughs> of laces? Yeah. yeah, Like am I supposed to make the world's biggest bow here? <laughs> and then if a shoe, when a shoe comes in, the reason I always relace it is because sometimes it'll come in and they're not equal. Yeah. Which could be the worst crime of all is when mm. one of them is a little nub and one of them is eight feet long. Yeah. Like just all of those combined. That's why I like I like the Jordan one that it comes unlaced. Mm. Just let me do it, guys. I got this. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing over there at Jordan Brand with the laces. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel, what about you? I feel like of all the Canada Got Soul members, Joel is the most anal. <laughs> so yeah. I want to know what are your sneaker structural pet peeves, Joel? Uh, just like you guys with the whole with the laces coming, they're all like twisted up and everything. Um, but I recently came across like a recent pair that I bought and, um, there was like excessive glue like oh. in the eyelet. So when I would, when I would pull the, 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 the shoelace through the eyelet, it would leave like all this glue residue oh. all over the, I got pissed <laughs> off. Like I had to like take off the laces and scrub that shit down. Mm. Like, you know, bare knuckle soap and water and whatever. But that, Right there is like, I don't know, that cheesed me so bad. <laughs> um, that and also, um, like, you know, does, does wearing, like, like people wearing shoes, like, sure. Like when people, like, you know, when you put your foot in a shoe and you like, like you, you ram it in there, you ram it in there and you're, and you're stepping on the heel count, like the heel part of your shoe, like you're making like a slip or that, that. <laughs> irks me like Nathan, works, Nathan that, works at a shoe store so yeah, I'm sure man. that like of all people that hurts him like, the most oh, <laughs> like, even if they just try on the shoe and they just shove their foot in there it's like, over uh, man yeah. that that really pisses me off man I'll let Alvin go first before I say one that I feel like Joel missed because maybe yeah. he'll say it but Alvin okay. what's yours Um, Joel made me think of this one yeah. when the sock liner if it's white if there's dirt on it oh yeah. the little speck <clears throat> things too the little oh, sock the sock, lint. The the sock lint. Don't, those yeah. don't come off. Horrible. Yeah, those are hard. Um, the worst was when I, we used to work at Full Locker and I saw people try to try on like white Air Forces with no, no socks. socks on. Oh, oh. what the hell? <laughs> oh. Um, you can imagine. <laughs> oh, and that's it, man. That's why I always ask for a new pair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's every, every, I think everything else was said, so. Um, but that's one of my I thought Joel was going to say the banana toe box on Air Max yeah, Ones. Yeah, that too, man. Like, I know he spent like years and years and years ironing his Iron, Air Max I'd One toe boxes, the toe boxes man. because he wasn't a fan of the shape and it had to be better. Yeah. Not good enough for Joel. Nah, man. Joel has so many sneaker-isms. I'm surprised too he many, isn't man. still talking. <laughs> uh, Nathan, what about you? What are some structural or uh, s- kind of pet peeves about shapes and materials and stuff on shoes? Um, I, I would definitely not so much the shoe, but, uh, people jamming their foot. (laughs) It's like, like I, I like what might surprise some people is I don't have a crazy amount of shoes. I've always been like, most of what I take is basketball related. So Mm -hmm. I beat it on the court and like I have beaters for day to day. But when I see somebody that like, I can't tell if they legitimately don't know how to put on a shoe <laughs> or if they just really don't care enough to yeah. like unlace it more and like try and work their foot in as yeah. opposed to just like ramming it down on the back of the shoe. Yeah. I bought 
a shoehorn that, like, no joke, is 14 inches long. <laughs> bought it off Amazon. More as a joke because so many people come in and just, like, destroy shoes. For sure. I'm like, yeah. man, let me get this shoehorn in here and, like, I'm going to make people feel stupid for doing what they're doing. Yeah. And then I realized that, like, anybody under the age of 40 Never used doesn't them. even know the shoehorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's a shoehorn. I'm like, what do you do with this? I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's so clutch, man. And your foot will just slide in. They're like, no. Nah. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like a myth. Yeah. But that, like, outside of that, I'd say structurally, um, I, I'm, I'm the same. Most of the shoes I take are Jordan ones when I do take a pair and I love that they're unlaced out of the box as a, as a store owner. I'm happy that shoes aren't unlaced yeah. all the time, but like buying a new shoe, I love that they come unlaced. So uneven laces and then same with high tops if they're too short. And I, I used to stock laces that, like, were useless. They didn't lace up anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't even know why some of those are sold. So lace length is a huge thing for me. Yeah. Lace length. Um, Nathan, I'm going to paint a picture for you, and we'll see if after painting this picture, he just, like, exits this chat. I'm just imagining, like, you know, it's like a Jordan 1 mid launch day. Not this year, but, like, last year. So Jordan 1 mids weren't selling out. And some guy comes into the store. He says, this is a cool store. Goes into the store and he's like, hey, boss, how much are these ones? Nathan's like, 189. He's like, yo, let me try these joints on. Give me a size 10. Nathan brings it out, laces up the Jordan 1 mid for him, gives it to him, and he just rams his foot into that shoe. And, you know, walks over the mirror, does his little squats, creases up the toe box a little bit. He's like, honestly, not for me, bro, but thanks. I appreciate it. Hands it back to you. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, no, I... Uh, it's definitely happened. Oh, I've man. Been, I've been better over recent years to, like, just vocalize that, like... Please they stop. can't do shit like that. Yeah. And that, like, if they don't end up buying a shoe, like, the next guy who does can't should not be able to pick out like oh who who jammed their foot in yeah. <laughs> um, who used this for a week socks. yeah dirty socks is tough i that kills me and like there's not really a polite way you can like point out somebody's dirty socks no so it's just like oh, i got some fresh socks <laughs> nice i'm wearing socks so like yeah no i see too much <laughs> I feel like this is just going to be an airing his grievances session for Nathan. Like he's already yeah. just like, he's just venting to year. us. Yeah, It's been a long year. <laughs> he's got some stuff to get off his chest. We're here for you. Bro. Yeah, we're it's here okay. for you. Yeah. This is a safe space. Don't you worry. Uh, thank you everyone for the answer. And thank you, Harrison, for the question. If you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at candidatesoul at gmail.com. Next up, the CGS picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop-de-whoop, or Alvin's trademark phrase. Super cute. Super cute. And the reason I'm going to go first this week with the picks is because I was a little bit psychic. Mm. And one of our listeners actually reminded me today that I was psychic after I chose this pick. So it was like really meant to be really, you know... Like, it was fate that this happened. So I have to go first, mostly due to fate. Um, and my pick this week is the Air Jordan 1, quote-unquote, Chicago, in collaboration with Trophy Room, which is Michael Jordan's son's store in uh, Florida. So 
on True Decides episode 109, we had an episode called Write It on the Board where we predicted what would happen in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. And we wrote it down, and I can verify that this happened. I said Chicago's would be coming back soon. They were due. After all the Last Dance shit, it was bound to happen. But on an episode before that, I said that Jordan Brand also likes to toy with you a little bit so that when Chicago's come out, it makes even more hype. They've done a Chicago dunk. They've done a Chicago mid. They've done Spider-Mans. They've done a Chicago low Jordan 1. They've done Chicago literally everything and now they're giving you once again kind of a chicago they did la to chicago so this shoe once again is kind of almost a chicago yeah. one yeah so it's a it like i said it looks exactly like a chicago, chicago one except for the upper stitching is white it's got michael jordan's signature on the heel counter it's got the aged midsole it's got a clear outsole underneath the outsole is stars and i did a little bit of research And I have a feeling these are going to be based on or the story behind it is going to be Michael Jordan's 1986 All-Star game because Mm. the jerseys looked exactly like this. A little bit of research. I'm hoping Sean Collard is proud of me for deducing this. Um, But yeah, so really cool shoe. I mean, I would like to have it. The signature on the heel kind of gives me like the, uh, oh, what was the shoe? International Flight Jordan 3 with the Chicago or the Michael Jordan signature on the tongue. Um, big fan of the shoe. I don't own a regular pair of Chicago's, so I might as well keep that going and get another pair of kind of Chicago's. But, uh, yeah, I'll call them a scoop. Like, Chicago's are an easy shoe to wear. It's going to be really hard to get anyways. It's got the cool trophy room collab, uh, imaging on the insole. So, I don't know, I'll hit up my favorite shoe store, Courtside Sneakers, on November uh, 12th. <laughs> uh, November 11th, sorry. Wednesday, November 11th, and see if they're uh, getting them. And if not, then maybe they'll be a pass. But yeah, we'll see. I like them. They're pretty cool. <laughs> True. Um, Alvin, what do you got? I got the uh, James Harden uh, Volume 5. Um, these are cool, man. The, the person who designed them was actually an ex- jordan designer oh uh, it was jalal Anaya or Anaya or enya i'm sorry for pronouncing all of those wrong <laughs> um so he was the one who designed uh westbrook's uh sneakers oh, okay so you can definitely can see, see that. his taste yeah uh or his like design style in style. these hardens yeah um and it, it just it looks good man and obviously with these ones you still have the boost in the insole so they're gonna be crazy comfy just like the fours uh they did they did change it up just a little bit the opening for where you put put your foot in looks uh much looser than what it was in the fours it was definitely difficult to put my foot into the fours yes uh but once my foot was in there it was good to go um <clears throat> and the colorway is dope too it's like a reddish pink it gives me like creamsicle vibes creamsicle definitely creamsicle vibes especially with the hints of like royal blue and like baby blue in there it's pretty dope some pink and yellow too it's super clean shoe um would love to try them out possibly uh if i ever get to play basketball again on yeah, a court if, if basketball yeah. ever comes back outside um, the atlantic bubble we'll see yeah man and it, it's, it's cute man oh you guys have no active no new cases every day and you can't even play basketball oh my god see, the problem is pei doesn't have any like um like open sport facilities like oh. we don't have a like a indoor sport facility in charlottetown so what? the only gyms and basketball courts are tied to schools or university college oh, oh my god man. none of them are open to the public so i haven't touched a basketball since march yep me wow. too same so yeah <laughs> i have an honest question and because i know you've been to toronto so i know yeah. like this is the comparison that you could probably answer 
how big is Prince Edward Island? Because I feel like it's really small. I remember always having to draw or draw it on the maps in school, and I hated it because it was like a little fucking sliver. Like, yeah. how is this place a province? No offense to all the Prince Edward Island listeners. It's so small. But how big yeah. is this place? Uh, I don't think you could exaggerate how small it is. <laughs> it really is tiny. Um, so Charlottetown is our our capital city, and... <laughs> I think they say it's like 45,000 people or or something like that. Wow. But it's, man, it's small. I think general population were like 130,000 or something like that. Oh my God. There's literally three or four like main little town type areas. And it's, it's small. It is definitely like to a, to a charming level. Yeah. Um, No, I imagine it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I used to not understand like how we get so many tourists, but now that I've seen more places, like I could see the draw to like checking it. Out. He yeah. basically said Toronto's so fucking dirty. No, I can no, see no. why you guys I come love, here. I love Toronto. I love Toronto. And I'm at the point with Toronto now where it feels like a like a home away from home because I actually know how to like get around. Sick. But uh, it is. It's different for sure. Damn, we got to make a trip out to Atlanta, Canada. Yeah, Down, man. Always lobster. Lobster? Mm-hmm. Um, Joel, what about you? What's your pick this week? Okay, so my pick is the Air Force One Low Craft uh, in the uh, Mantra Orange uh, that's coming out slated for 2020. Um, there's a couple more months, a couple more months left, so it's guaranteed that it's probably going to be like a November, December drop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, these are. Just like all the craft um, Air Force ones that drop, these are amazing quality. Uh, you got the, like Alvin says, the supple, tumbled leather. Um, it's in this one comes in the sail, the sail colorway. So it's like that off white colorway. My favorite color. Um, the Mantra orange, orange swoosh comes out to the orange heel counter at the back. Um, the material, like I said, primo, primo leather. Um, the shape of the shoe is just amazing, just okay. like that bullet toe. Like it just it's you know, craft Air Force Ones is is the shit. So but yeah. <laughs> these are uh Cetre Jolie for me. <laughs> um if I can get my hands on them. But yeah. Keep a lookout for these man. I like those. Sail anything and I'll buy it yeah. pretty much. Yeah. That's my new motto. Uh Nathan, I gave you homework. Did you do your homework? Yeah, so I was hoping that I'd actually have the mochas in hand because you know, the release is in two days, but <laughs> here we are. That was that was a way to make it depressing. <laughs> He's holding them. Man. They look good, bro. The listeners can't good. see, so you could have just said, I have them in hand. Yeah. <laughs> He's holding up five no, pairs no. right now. Five <laughs> pairs in each finger. Nothing in them. Um, Crazy. We we are still going to get them, but they're they're going to be a day or two late. I would uh-huh. expect. Um, so I was going to talk about those, but since I haven't seen them in hand, I want to talk about a shoe that I also haven't seen in hand, but I'm excited for, and it's the Kyrie Sep. Mm. Um, Nike just did the official like unveiling of those, and I'm obviously like a huge basketball sneaker geek, and yep. I've. Pretty well, always like been a fan of the Kyrie. There was a couple models that I didn't like vibe with on the court, but the seven to me looks awesome. I love everything about it, so I'm I'm excited to see that. Mm-hmm. What's been your favorite uh, Nike basketball shoe in the last couple of years? Jordan 34, favorite basketball shoe of all time. Nice. Of all time, nice. nice. Wow, yeah. I gotta try and that to out. To be honest. 
to be honest, there's there's not a close second. Oh my wow. god! Wow. I've I've enjoyed playing in, but like the 34, man, it ticks every box for me. Damn. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Joe Mart balls so, in 34s. Oh, does he? Yeah. No wonder he's so good. Yeah, my son plays 34 in 34s. Nice. He likes them too. Too bad they're done now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? No, they're not done. That just means they're all going on sale on now. Sale. There you go. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. If, uh, man, I, I bought pairs off StockX. That's how much I like them. Damn. Jeez. Wow. Like, I haven't I haven't bought a shoe outside of my own like inventory since I saw you in Toronto and bought those uh, yes. adapts. But yeah, I like put some bids on StockX for a few size 14s and I sort of forgot about them and then they <laughs> came. Nice. Those <laughs> are a huge, with a huge duty chair. Yeah. Oh, always. Those are the best, Stock worst X. feelings. I feel like I've uh, woken up so many times to your bid was accepted on yeah. Stock X. Yeah. And you're like, what bid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one's hard. Been compromised. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hard one to explain to the wife. Like, it was really, it was an accident. Like, I promise you it was an accident. Yeah. And you did mention it, so we should cover it really quick because I wanted to cover it at some point. But I've met Nathan one time in my life. Um, we've been back and forth on social media like for a long, long, long time. Um, I remember buying the Cork SB Dunk High from Courtside Sneaker whenever that came out. Um, so it's it's been a while, yeah. yeah. But uh, there was one... I don't remember which weekend this even was, but uh, Nathan was in town for something. And I posted, and I shouldn't have posted because I was lying to work um, that I was oh, okay. at a doctor's appointment or something. <laughs> but I, I was I was lining up for uh, the Air Mag uh, Adapt BB yep. that was releasing the 1.0. Um, mm. And I posted about it, and Nathan was like, where is this? Or like he said something, and I was like, oh, it's up at uh nike at eden center and he's like oh i'm over at like xyz like he wasn't far at all and he's like i'm gonna come and i'm like okay <laughs> and then he came up with like his suitcase and shit like he had just gotten to toronto yeah like literally had just landed he's like and he was with his boy and yeah that was like the one time we met we met for like an hour or whatever chopped it up we got our pairs and I guess he had to lug that big ass box back on a plane to get back to <laughs> Atlantic Canada. But yeah, that was the one time meeting Nathan. So he's come here now. So we got to go there. That's yeah, how, that's yeah. how we'll say. Let's go book it. We just have to bus there, quarantine for two weeks quarantine. once we get there, and then we're good to actually yeah. go explore. Eight weeks off work. Yeah, no big deal. We, everyone can afford that, right? Um, <laughs> next up. This Week in Kicks, this is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And Reebok may soon have a new owner. This is kind of interesting. So Mm -hmm. Adidas in 2005 purchased, or sorry, 2006 purchased Reebok for about 3.8 billion USD. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the time, Reebok was making up about 25% of Adidas yearly profits. That's a pretty big chunk. One one quarter, yeah. Yeah. Since then, that number has shrunk like crazy. So in the first quarter of 2020, Reebok only comprised (laughs) 6.4% of Adidas year to date sales. So that's pretty awful. Um, Interested parties, allegedly interested in the uh, purchase of Reebok are VF Corp, who is the owner of apparel brands that are like Timberland, Vans, North Face. Hmm. So that'd be an interesting fit. And also uh, the owner of Fila, Anta International. Um, So that would also also be kind of interesting. Maybe we'd see more uh, basketball coming from Reebok. We'll see. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, But rumors also state that we could see a deal struck as early as the first quarter of 2021. So in the next couple months, we could see something. Um, I'm wondering, because this is the year that Reebok dropped CrossFit, 
after the owner went on, I believe it was a rant, a racist tirade on Instagram or Twitter or something, which was really ugly. Um, so obviously good for Reebok for dropping them, but it must, because that was a huge part of their market share. Yeah. Um, might have affected them a little bit, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully Reebok stays around. Like hopefully they don't just say mm. buy yeah. Reebok. That would suck. There's a lot of history with that brand. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see in the next couple months, but keep you guys posted. Uh, next up, previously in Kicks, this is the part of the show where we review our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. And uh, just one pair for me, and it was the NMD HU by Adidas and Pharrell in the dash green colorway. Jeez. So it's more like a turquoise. Yeah, it is. Um, really Beautiful. cool. They're limited at 7,777 pairs worldwide. 10, 10, 10. So pretty limited in 2020 for the numbers, the production numbers that we see. Um, and instead of the typical human race branding you see on the human race line, it says the same thing, but in Korean characters, mm-hmm. which is a cool touch. So uh, thank you to Adidas. That was really, really generous. I'm a big fan of the human race line. So love those. Uh, Joel, anything for you? Um, I ended up using one of my discount codes Uh-oh. on Adidas, <laughs> and I scooped up the ZX eight thousand in the vapor pink colorway. Oh man, uh, they've been sitting dope. for a while, and I just waited for that coupon code to come and kick <laughs> in, and I was like, "Yep, let's go." So yeah. have they come in yet? Yeah, they came in. They came in. I have them. Have them. So. Beauty. We'll check them after. They're nice, man. They're nice. Nice, Alvin. Nice. Anything for you? Uh, I also received the Adidas NMDs human race ones mm. uh and as opposed to buying things i unloaded a bunch of stuff oh you did i hit up the homies at uh omnes in hamilton ontario uh dope spot man very nostalgic they have like a bunch of stuff on there like for display it's like how we display sometimes yeah but they're more like old school. they had like vhs tapes with michael jordan on them oh cool what? space jam vhs tape like and just like an like just everything dope mm. spot um prices are decent decent and the staff is crazy, yo. Like, when you come in, it's like your family there. So, Sick. Uh, check them out. And yeah, man, like, fair deals. Mm. It's very, like, uh, round two vibes with, very, like, yeah. hype sneakers, but also, like, vintage and, mm. like, nostalgic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, just a very cool curated collection yeah. of Super stuff dope that they fun. have. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Nathan, any pickups in the last couple weeks? Uh, the last pair of shoes that I've taken. <laughs> like for real, I don't buy anything. It, it like hurts my soul to spend money on sneakers when I like give Nike and Adidas. Not so much Adidas, but I give Nike so much money every yeah. month. That it's like, <laughs> I can't buy shoes anywhere else. Uh, with all that said, I took a pair of the 990 V2s and great. So nice. we just started getting Adidas or uh, New Balance in. Mm-hmm. Good timing. Um, and I figure I should be Ooh. seen wearing these. They're comfy, bro. In store, so people just don't think they're just a dad shoe. So <laughs> that's, that's what I've been doing. I've been rocking those. Now that we're closed, nobody's going to see it anyway. But that's my <laughs> most recent take, I'll say. Yeah, recent mm-hmm. take. That's a, that must be a kind of nice thing to be able to say, though. Yeah, yeah I took a pair of these the other day. <laughs> <laughs> How... Uh, I don't know how recent the New Balance account has been, but how's it been so far? I don't know if you've heard, but New Balance is back. So yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, it's it's pretty new. Like the the first real like full season pre booking isn't until spring twenty one. So oh, okay. that'll be like January through April or however they do their seasons. Mm-hmm. And it's my biggest non Nike booking. Oh wow! Ever. Wow! Ever so nice. bigger bigger than any Adidas order we had when we had Yeezys and stuff like that. Like. 
sort of going in on it and hoping that it pays off. But uh, most recently, I've just been like grabbing whatever I can off their on-hand inventory, and it's been it's been taken to really well. The Omni ones have sold pretty well so oh, far. Yeah, sure. the ball shoe for sure. Yeah, yeah. We start getting the like actual Kawhi signature uh, in like a week or so. Oh wow! So oh, sick. Mm-hmm. Nice. Huh. That'll be good. Interesting. Shango will be happy about all of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next up, thumbs up, thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down. And as I mentioned, in the spirit of it being episode 143, I love you. It's crazy how many people noticed that one four it was episode one four three and pointed out I love you and you should do something about love. Yeah. We got a couple DMs. Jill told me she's like you should do it about love. Just <laughs> talk about love. <laughs> Shut up, honey. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I digress. I want to know thumbs up, thumbs down to matching shoes with your bay. How much do you la 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 love them, Alvin? Thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> She listens. Uh, <laughs> Joel. Uh, <laughs> there may or may not be guns to their head. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Thumbs down. Oh. Um, <laughs> Nathan, thumbs up, thumbs down. Up. Up. There uh. we go. Wow. All right. Three guns to three heads. Um, (laughs) Next up, NSR. We talk about sneakers a lot. So in this weekly segment, we're going to take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant to the world of sneakers. And as I said, I love you. I love you. Who too, bro. was your childhood crush? Oh, easy, who did bro. you l- 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 love as a kid? As a kid, as a kid? Alvin. Oh, who? Man. That's Jessica Alba from Flipper, the TV uh-huh. show, bro. <laughs> you guys know about that, bro? Nice. <laughs> I see you, Nate. I see, hey, bro. Alba. <laughs> Damn, man went yeah. way back with the Flipper TV show. Yo, oh, hey, Flipper, <laughs> man. Come on, bro. She yeah, would like man. take care of the dolphin. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess as a six-year-old, someone <laughs> taking care of a dolphin is. <laughs> um, Joel, what about you? Oh man, um, I'm old, so for me, for me, it was it was Paula Abdul. Jeez. Okay, yeah. So yeah, man, like you know the whole Laker girl, yeah, man, kind of yeah. thing, and hey. you know she did her videos and whatnot. But yeah, I'm with it. Paula Abdul for me. I'm younger. Mm-hmm. So mine is Topanga from uh, Boy Meets World. That was, yo, yo, she <laughs> That's a big one. She's, yeah, a, she's, yeah, man. she's grown up well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> and the uh, runner-up prize, because I didn't want the first one to be weird, Lola Bunny was like Lola big, Bunny. big. <laughs> As a kid, everyone loved Lola Bunny. Um, Nathan, what about you? Childhood crush as a kid. This this might be weird because I don't know how like I would have been exposed to it. <laughs> this is already it's already weird because you said that. <laughs> no, no, no. Watch. Yeah. Who? Tyra Banks. Tyra okay. Banks. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, like, bro. I, I didn't even have cable or anything, so I don't know how I would have come across her. Fresh Prince was when I first saw her. Fresh yeah. Prince was when I fell in love with Tyra. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, actually. 
that is probably it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's got to be it, man. I didn't have cable, just magazines. Victoria's Secret. There you go. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's move along. Um, <laughs> after dark. Ne- after yeah. Dark. Save that for True to Size After Dark. Next up, errors, edits, and e-messages. E-E-E. We're pretty smart guys, but from time to time we make mistakes. So if you catch us slipping, hit us in the DM and we'll let the world know that we goofed. And just one this week, and it's a good point. We brought this up earlier before we started, but we'll touch on it again. From James B. Will. Yo. Nice. And he says, hey guys, I know you were looking for guests and I figured I would throw an idea out there for the 150th or 200th episode because the 150th episode is soon, which is Vax. It came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, he says, maybe do a listener pod where you invite three to five listeners and chat about their unique sneaker backgrounds and why we listen every week. So oh. that may be difficult logistically, but oh. my my counter to that because it is a good idea. I noticed on Podbean, who was our podcast host, they offer live podcasting options. So we could do like a Friday night at like eight mm. and do a live podcast, still record it so we can release it. But if we do it live, it's almost like a Twitch. So we can have people writing in and like sending in a fire round question as we're doing the fire round, yeah. send in EEs as we go, mm-hmm. like contribute in that sense. And I feel like that could be a cool thing. Yeah, um, so yeah, we'll test the waters. If any listeners are interested in that kind of thing, I think that could be fun um, because we can't do like we did for True to Size 100 and have 10 guests because yeah. that would put us over the limit. Yeah. I don't know about the Atlantic bubble, but we're not allowed to have more than 10 people in the 10-kilometer <laughs> radius of one another. So, <laughs> um, but Yeah, we'll figure that one out. Uh, thanks for the comment there, James B. Will, good yeah, friend yeah. of the show. Now, the moment that literally every single person in the Atlantic bubble... Yep. How many yeah. times have I said Atlantic bubble Atlantic this episode? Bubble. Everyone in the Atlantic bubble has been waiting for. The most tall and famous person in the Atlantic bubble... Uh-huh. Um, Nathan, it's time for you to shine. It's time for your round of 21 questions. How this works is you have 21 questions, just like you played when you were coming up, reading Tyra Banks magazines, <laughs> talking talking to the, all the pretty girls out in Charlottetown, PEI. I'm sure every single one could see you from wherever they stood on the island. Um, 21 questions. <laughs> Answer them as quickly and as accurately as you can. Any questions too bad? Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question question number one air or boost uh air question number <laughs> i take that back i take that back honestly boost oh my oh. god wow yeah. that may be the first person ever comfort. to say boost yeah. Yeah. aside from like for alex comfort. For comfort. 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 comfort yeah air is kind of dated i don't it's yeah mm-hmm. it's not much cushioning in air anyways question number two crew socks or no shows no shows question number three red or blue Question number four, pineapple on pizza? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the right Just answer. Recently. Oh, really? Oh. He's a recent yeah. convert. Nice. Interesting. Welcome, bro. You're welcome. <laughs> Did someone come knocking at your door and say, have you heard the good word? And like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I came on a veggie pizza I ordered, and I was like, oh, this shit slaps. <laughs> Slaps. It was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> Done. by accident. Hey, you found it. Yeah. That's all that matters. Question number five, Jordan 1s or Dunks? 1s. Question number six, what is the smallest planet in our solar system? Pluto? That's not a planet anymore. Mercury. It's Mercury, not? no. Pluto hasn't been a planet for a long time. Jeez. Uh, the correct answer is Mercury. Mercury. The more you know. <laughs> Question number seven, laces tied tight in a bow or hanging and loose? Uh, 
hanging and loose. Oh, wow. That's surprising for yeah. some reason. Question number eight. Favorite Nike basketball shoe ever? Nike basketball shoe. Um, shit. LeBron 10. Oh, oh, that's actually a pretty good, a good basketball one. shoe. Yeah, I played yeah, on that. that too. Question number nine. Glow in the dark or 3M? 3M. <laughs> I like that he's having a tough time. It's a tough question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's putting yeah, he's putting the thought yeah. into it that Speaking he needs. It, Question number ten: Air Max One or Air Max Ninety? Ninety. Question number eleven: What is the largest ocean on Earth? Pacific. Correct. Hey, correct. Let's go, Nate. I figured he would know that because he lives in the ocean. I thought everyone would know that. The Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> lives in an ocean. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Question number 12. Who is the most influential person in sneakers right now? Kanye. Kanye. Oh. Still. And oh, for... you know what? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, fuck. Travis Scott. Nah, yeah. it's like he didn't want to say that. He like yeah. he, well, no, I just I didn't really give it thought. Travis <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I'll, I'll say no. Question number thirteen: Original boxes or drop fronts? What's a drop front? Like the plastic ones, the acrylic boxes. Where you like pull it from the front? Oh, uh, oh language. Sorry. <laughs> no, we have the explicit uh, original, E. You're good. Original. Original boxes. Question number fourteen: Is cement print a print? That's correct. Yeah, that's very correct. <laughs> Question number 15 is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, <laughs> I had this conversation with somebody. Uh, no. <laughs> this question's getting around, apparently. <laughs> Question number 16 favorite Jordan model above the AJ14? Uh, can I say 34s? Yeah, that'll mm. count. Yeah, I'll take that. Nice. Question number 17. What is 7 times 69? After dark. <laughs> 483. The answer is 483. Question number, eight, <laughs> question number 18. Who is the greatest raptor of all time? Kyle Lowry. Hey. Same answer as last week. We're yeah. getting consistent answers it's now. Consistent. Mm-hmm. Question number 19. What is 69 times 7? 483. Hey, hey, we got some math geniuses. <laughs> Smart, Holy shit. You see how quickly he knew? Fast. My God, he did that like in his head. Question number 20. What is your number one grail? Uh, royal ones. Question number 21. Would you rather receive your number one grail or three other pairs from your top 10? I'll take the grail. Take nice. The grail. Are we talking like 85 royal ones? It wouldn't, or? wouldn't even matter. Any role. Just wants to wear them in a size 14. Size 14. That's 13. The, 13 in ones. 13 in ones. 13 in ones. I'll remember That's that. That's tough, man. I'll remember that yeah, around man. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you get me some mochas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone can get anyone some mochas right now. It seems like that. Um, all right. So bef- real quick, before we get into another game and we get into courtside sneakers itself, just real quickly, what got you into sneakers in the first place? Like, how did you end up here where you are now? Um, what got me into sneakers definitely was basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, when it started, I didn't realize I was into sneakers at the time. I just was like, found myself getting excited at the start of each new school year. And you'd get like that new pair of like school mm-hmm. shoes. And if you're lucky, like a basketball pair of shoes as well. Um, but it was the, and I've, I've, told this story before but the the like 96 up tempos 
Oh. So in our like one mall in Charlottetown. Is it called Charlottetown Mall? Uh, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, Classic. Like a, like a beta by Athletes World or something like that. Uh, Do you guys remember that? Was that a thing? I remember. Yeah, yeah, it was. It I was remember like together. Athletes World. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember walking in there and just seeing like the up-tempo with the big air on the side and like all the air units. And I was just like, my mind was blown. So like that shoe started it for me. And then from there, it was just like every season I'd play basketball, I was just hyped to find like what that next shoe was going to be. After that answer. And he still said boost over air. Wow. What a, he's not even. (laughs) Because realistically, like I've, I've got a, and I don't even have any ultra boost on the go right now, but like, man, I, I can't wear an Air Max 90 two days in a row. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I can't even wear an Air Max 90 one day in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we know what got you started in sneakers. And aside from the obvious and owning a shoe store, what's keeping you into sneakers? Why are you still doing it? Um, I think like the innovation of it is what keeps me excited. Um, obviously, we make our you know, the releases and the retros are sort of what makes the business make sense. But the innovation is what like keeps me it super into it. So like, I really get excited for like new signature models for basketball and just new tech in general. Um, you know, whether it's running shoes or whatever. Um, and like, I'm not a, I'm not like a, I don't dive into the tech of it. Like I watch a lot of like, uh, Nightwing reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. And Sean, like those guys understand the tech and I usually pick up a lot of my knowledge off them, but I love seeing it. And I love seeing it unveiled. And that's, that's definitely what like keeps me on it. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's not many people care about that stuff anymore. Like sneakers has really gone away from the performance side, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Like it started that way and it's going to always be that way. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it's refreshing to hear that people do still care about tech. But it's also refreshing to play our newest game show. How much is that? How much is that? So how you play this game, my friend Nathan, is very simple. I'm going to give you two shoes. All you have to do is tell me which one has the higher sold price, as in the last sold price on stock X in a size 9, dead stock, brand new, blah, 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 blah. And I knew going into this that you were a Nike basketball guy. So this is a very much Nike basketball themed. How much is that? And the first one coming up, potentially one of the biggest hyped Nike basketball shoes ever, the Galaxy Foam Posit 1 or the Nike Kobe 6 Grinch Christmas. So we know what happened with the Christmas colorway, or sorry, the the Kobe's this year, what happened with the price. But this was already a high price shoe to begin with. But the Galaxies for many still and forever will be one of those shoes, like one of the it shoes. Like it's been high price since it came out and it's only gone up from there. So we want to know, Nathan from Courtside Sneakers. How much is that? Which one costs more? I would think the Kobe. You're going to go with the Kobe 6 Grinch. Oh, that's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. So. yeah. You guys are agreeing. Grinch. Joel can see my laptop. I so. can't read. <laughs> it's tough, <laughs> can't read. It's tough, that's but I, I think the Grinch is for, for right now. For right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So as we do, we're going to start with the one he did not choose, which is the Galaxy Phone Positive 1. This game really stresses Alvin out. Like, we should have told him to take his heart medication before we played the game. <laughs> and that's my bad for not doing that. The, ga- the last sold price of a Galaxy Phone Positive 1 in a size 9 dead stock on stock X was $1,656. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. Everyone says, whoa. Hit the hit the what the whoa <laughs> stupid. Um, now the pair that Nathan chose I'm sweating. He's literally dripping in sweat. <laughs> Beating the Kobe Six Grinch Christmas. I think we might have voted this one of the best Christmas shoes of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. For We sure. didn't before. We will say it now. It's yeah. one of the best Christmas shoes of all time. Yep. Last sold price dead stock size nine on stock X. Both of them were pretty recent, so this is pretty accurate. $1,987. So Nathan edged it out with that one. But you know what they say about how much is that? It doesn't matter how you score on the first one. It matters how you score on the second one. <laughs> That's all anyone remembers. Game point. Exactly. Game point. No, shot wins. no one remembers all the shots you missed leading up to the game winner. It's whether you hit the game winner or not. There you go. So let's see it, Mr. Basketball 6-7 from Charlottetown PEI. Let's go. Next up, <laughs> first Nike KD4 in the Nerf colorway. Oh, These were hella limited, crazy packaging, came with the mini Nerf hoop, Nerf ball, still on my list. Like, yeah, I would love to own a beautiful. pair of those shoes. Or, like, one of the grail of all grails of Nike basketball shoes, apparently might be coming out next year. South Nike LeBron 8 South Beach. Yeah, I knew it. We want to know, Mr. Nathan from Courtside Sneakers. How much is that? Which one between the two is more expensive? Higher last sold price of a size 9 on StockX. KD. KD. He said that with so much confidence. I was was leaning towards that, too. I'm I'm going with Nate, man. Is that what you had for dinner, or is that your answer? (laughs) (laughs) My answer. I was hoping he was going to say both. Yeah. And he was going to pull up a bowl of good old craft dinner, pumpkin spice craft pumpkin dinner. Spice. <laughs> All right. So as we do, we go, we start with the one he did not choose. And that's the Nike LeBron 8 South Beach. One, one of those other shoes that's been high priced since it came out has only yeah. gone up. Prices did dip a little bit since the rumor that they're coming out next year surfaced. Mm. The actual, I don't know if you can call it a rumor because on stock X, you can actually see LeBron 8, South Beach, 2020. It's already up there. Um, So, Sell your pairs. Yeah, literally. It seems like everyone's selling their pairs. But they're still up there. The last sold price of a South Beach in size 9, dead stock on stock X, $1,456. Wow. Jeez. Up there still, years later. Also, the same amount of years later, because the 4 and the 8 were the same year. Mm -hmm. Were they? Yeah. No, they weren't. Mm. Were they? It would have been close. If not, no, I think it was the. I don't remember. After. It doesn't matter. Anyways, someone EES. Mm-hmm. Um, the last sold price of a size nine KD4 in the Nerf colorway was this is crazy. The same price as the Galaxy Phone Posit $1,656. Boom, he hit the last shot. On the nose. He hit the last yeah. shot. The, last the shot. crowd goes wild. Boom, hold it up there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yes, oh, hold that follow through. Hit that free throw at the buzzer. This, man. <laughs> so much good footage right now. Damn it. 
the buzzer beating free throw. <laughs> we just won the championship. Yeah. The worst way to hit a buzzer beater. Yeah. Game winner. Free <laughs> at the free throw line with no time left on the clock. <laughs> All right. So now that we got that out of the way, we know Nathan is a champion on and off the court, obviously, after that performance. But we want to get more into uh, the side hustle, main hustle that is courtside sneakers. Mm-hmm. And it's got to start with what made you start courtside sneakers in the first place, Nathan? Um, so for as long as I can remember, I was ordering shoes online because you couldn't buy basketball shoes in general on PEI or a size 13. By the time I was in grade like 10, 11, 12, I was in the size 13, 14, depending on the shoe. Uh, so I've been ordering online like before people were doing that here. So I think I was in grade 10 or 11 in 2001. So like we're buying shit online fairly early on. Um, but basically what brought it on was I did a business plan when I was in college for a shoe store and it was just a part of a like end of year project kind of thing. And as I like got further into it, I was like, well, (laughs) kind of, kind of looks like it could make sense. Um, so I, I did the project. I finished that year of school, started the second year and quickly this is not good but quickly got sick of what i was doing so i left my program (laughs) and i started just like working and eventually got laid off and thought like what the hell am i gonna do now so it was more out of like necessity that i just had to try something and it was like probably a nine to twelve month process of like getting laid off, digging at the business plan again, trying to reach out to reps. Like it, like I knew nothing and I had nothing. Like I started the business with a car loan, basically. Wow. I started the business with $25,000. Wow. And you can see it. <laughs> like <laughs> if you look at pictures from back then, like you could see I, I had nothing. Um, but yeah, it was, it was more of a necessity. It was not something that I thought would grow to the point it has. I thought it would be like, okay, I can do this and make at least enough to get by kind of thing. Um, but it's grown. And I mean, some days it's still like that. Some days it's good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was more born at a necessity and a school project. That's wow. Wow. That's bomb. My school projects were like, what, those dioramas where you had to like yeah. make a... <laughs> Mine was a solar system. There you go, yeah. And you still didn't know Mercury was the smallest planet. Damn. The, uh, the summer before I started like really ramping up and like trying to get the loan and trying to find a space and stuff, I worked at a local golf shop. Oh. So this guy, I won't say names, but anybody listening from PEI will know who it is, but he has a golf shop and then he also had like skateboard shop and they were in the same building and you'd like bounce between both oh wow and i worked there for a summer to see if like working in a small independent shop was going to be something that i'd like to do every day and i loved it like i went in every day and like left happy uh the pay was what you'd expect but like (laughs) i had way more fun doing it than like when i was working commission sales at future shop or selling cars or whatever Mm -hmm. um and it was actually through that golf shop they had a Nike account that I oh. met my Nike, my future Nike rep. So 
I, I try and tell people that. Like people do ask me all the time, like how do you get in contact? Like how do you start? Do whatever. And I just try and tell people, like if if they have a legitimate passion for anything like this, they should work in the category or like field any way they can, whether it's a minimum wage job at a sport check or a footlocker or wherever. Like there's no better like foot in at that point because if you can get the rep information or a rep contact, like mm-hmm. It, it, that's where it starts. That's I w- that was going to be one of my questions was how did you end up getting the Nike account? Because I feel like the Nike yeah. account is like one of the most elusive. But I guess if you had the the contact already, I'm not going to say it was easier that way. But I don't know that it would have been. It, it definitely it was though for sure. Like I I worked for a guy who didn't have like a huge Nike business to his golf shop, and he didn't have SB in the skate shop. Like it was a very minimal. Like this guy would stock eight pairs of Nike golf shoes. He didn't even take in the clubs or anything like that, I don't think. Um, but the rep was such a beauty. Like, <laughs> he was just like, he, he was the best. Um, and he was super eager to like see something like this happen on PEI because PEI didn't have anything. Yeah, like that's, and it still doesn't have anything else really as far as I know. I don't know a lot about PEI, but um, so why did you start kind of when you did? Like why was it 2014? Like you mentioned, you kind of bounced around from jobs a little bit. Why was it kind of now is the time instead of getting back into something else a little bit more stable, a little bit more secure? um, Why was now the time in your life or in sneakers or in PEI that you were like, I think I can make this work? Like did you see an opening in the market that wasn't being filled did like you kind of have a dream, a vision, like uh, some crazy out of body experience and your other self in 2020 was like, do it. Like what was the, maybe not in 2020 in 2018 was like, do it. Um, (laughs) But uh, why did you do it when you did? And uh, do you think you would have done it again at that same time? Or were you started later earlier? I think it's a combination of things. So, we opened in 2011. Oh, 2011. Uh, I apologize. I think it was 20, 2014 or 2015. We opened in Halifax. Um, but 2011, I think it was, I had worked enough jobs to know that like I had a really hard time dealing with people who were idiots. <laughs> so like, I, yep. Yep. I've, I've definitely had like good bosses, supervisors, whatever you want to call it. But I've had a lot of like bad ones. And it was like, if I'm not fully buying into this and want to like climb the ladder kind of thing, I cannot see myself doing this long term. At the same time, I married super young. So uh, I don't even know when. 21, <laughs> 22. Got married super young. Damn. Um, and the month that we opened the store is when like, we found out we were pregnant. Totally so, shit. Like it was married, business, pregnant. It was just like the trifecta. One. Yeah. But um, it, it was just a combination. Like my father was self-employed after like going back to school later in life and like doing things a different way. I saw that sort of lifestyle of being self-employed firsthand and my grandfather and mother like they had a service station that were i grew up like everybody i knew was their own boss for the most part and that always was appealing to me but it wasn't until i got laid off that job and we were actually pregnant a other time that 
didn't work out, which is fairly common for first pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when that happened, I got laid off that week and it was just like, holy shit, this, there's gotta be more, there's gotta be something else. And that's when I think it was my wife was actually like the business plan. Wow. Just try it, which is crazy. Cause she's not, that kind she's of not a risk taker mm. at all. And at that point we were at such a low, like emotionally and everything that we we're just like, might as well. <laughs> Can't get any worse. Right. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. You're gonna try it and crash and burn. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have far to fall right now. So, <laughs> damn, that's insane. Like, that's that's a story right there. I need the documentary on that one on Netflix. Shit, screw that stupid sneakerhead show. Let's see that on Netflix. Um, <laughs> what's been the uh, the most challenging thing about owning and running a sneaker boutique now for for nine years? I'm sure you could once again list. Uh, an essay about the hardest things or the most annoying things, or like you said, dealing with idiots, maybe in a different capacity, but what's been the one of the, or some of the most challenging things you've had to, had to deal with. The hardest thing to like starting off for the first like three years, I'll say. And it's funny because I was talking to uh, the owner of Sam to Like we talk fairly frequently and he had just sort of mentioned something to me last night which made me like go back into my emails and like just do a search. I don't delete any of my emails. So I have emails that I sent Nike from like 2011. Damn. Uh, and like reading them, I was starting to get super anxious and like <laughs> panicking, even though I knew like nothing bad was happening right now. But I was just like, how did I, like, how am I still here? <laughs> it was a struggle to start. And like those first two or three years, obviously like money, you need money. And I didn't have any of it. So like the fact that we are here is shocking. Um, But especially being so new and like so clueless to the sneaker world when I first started, like I opened the store and I was like, I'll take 300 pairs of Jordan ones. And they're like, no, (laughs) <laughs> I'm, like, okay. I'm like well give me uh hyperdunks in like every school color and they're like no you can't do that <laughs> so like i just had no clue how anything worked uh so the to add on to the like money side of things like inventory ordering and like the management of both was just so new to me and that was easily the biggest struggle. And really it's, it's still the struggle today. It's like inventory management is still the thing that like makes or breaks you. And it's yeah. almost broke me a couple of times. Um, for anybody, I don't know how much you're allowed to spill because I'm sure there's a bunch of NDAs and whatever, whatnot. What is it like? Like, what's the actual process? Because I feel like most people think it's foolproof. Yeah, I could open a sneaker store. Just give me 700 pairs of mochas. I'm good for the year. Yeah. Like, can you just like in the like the easiest way possible, just let people know what it is actually like? Like, how does it actually work? So really, like, you don't have a say, more or less. So we book so right now for example i'm booked up until summer 2021 so that's uh april may june i think is what i'm like i've booked up to that point damn um nike does four bookings a year uh adidas does two like some of the other brands do two they just do like a first half and second half 
but typically you're booking so far in advance. And the biggest thing that people don't understand is you don't get to see the product. Yeah. Like at all. <laughs> now, it, it changed a little bit with the last season. There was like this new process that I put in place, which was super helpful and awesome. Um, but it was the first time that I saw like as much product as I did. But typically you get a blank silhouette of a shoe. Like it's literally just like an outline. An outline. And you get the color description. Oh, God. But like you have no idea if it's – and especially for somebody who like wasn't a huge Jordan guy growing up. Like I was a Nike basketball guy yeah. growing up. So like – I remember the first time that we booked Jordan 9 and it was the year that like all the colorways were coming out, like the motorboat Jones and like, mm-hmm. there was oh, like yeah. four or five different colorways. <laughs> yeah. I remember like, those. I remember yeah. those. <laughs> like, nines were my favorite retro and like growing up, I had a pair of nines. It was the only Jordan I ever got like as a kid growing up. So like obviously attached to them, but we got the booking and I'm seeing like four or five colorways. And I'm like, geez. <laughs> That's a lot. I better skip one. I, I better skip, skip one. All of nine. Oh, oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I had no idea. And a buddy of mine still gives me shit every day. Every day. <laughs> Anytime he sees me, he's like, "Hey, you get those olive nines yet?" <laughs> he's like, "Next time the nines come out, don't skip the olives." And I'm like, "Yeah." Damn. Like it's tough and. I mean, for basketball, it's one thing they like, they know they can't unveil a new model and like, yeah. let you see it before whatever, but like, man, still retro sometimes it's like, but at the end of the day, especially when it comes to a retro, I don't know anybody that doesn't, you just take what they give you. Of course. So they yeah. give you a certain allocation, certain number of pairs per store. And more often than not, you just take whatever they give you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not like give me all the, <laughs> Chicago ones are coming out, like, give yeah. me a thousand pair. I know I'll sell them. And Nike knows I'd sell them. Yeah, Nike knows they, anyone would sell them. I would exactly. sell them. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. People just think you can get, like, whatever you want. You call the shots. Like, not no. really. No. Yeah, like, you, you mentioned it, and I think that's something just to, to really emphasize. Nike will send you what they want to send you is yeah. the main like thing to take away from that like you there are things you need to book you need to hit a certain quota you need to do all these things and make sure you're actually ordering not just hype shit like you need the inline stuff and at the end of the day after all that you follow all the rules you do everything to a t nike is still like yeah you're gonna get this many (laughs) okay there's no replying back and saying but no it's it's (laughs) it's that's what you get and they have like a super polite way of like describing the relationship as a partnership and a, you know <laughs> whatever they want to call it but like i i more or less am employed by nike yeah like, it's a dictatorship me, i don't have a store so yeah you know, but like everybody i've dealt with at nike has been very good oh absolutely I, I assume because i've been good but um yeah it's if i read my emails from 2011 like leading into opening and like it's embarrassing at this point like, uh, I can imagine what that first rep was probably thinking, like, oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> who is this uh, high school student who got a Nike yeah. account? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was, uh, it's been an experience for sure. But that, that is it. Like, people, oh, how come you didn't get the off-whites? It's like, well, <laughs> I didn't want them. Yeah, like, no one, no, that's no one's answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People don't understand that, like, 
I don't imagine many people would like read Nike investor reports and stuff like that. But like Nike years ago made it clear that there was like X number of focus cities mm -hmm. in the world. Charlottetown, oddly enough, <laughs> isn't one of them. Isn't? It's crazy. Is not. So who, you know, who would have thought, thought, right? Charlottetown, 45,000 uh, people strong. I know. Like, send us some off-whites. Where's the Why tier not? zero? Come on. Know, so that, that's, that's the biggest thing. People just don't understand. Like, I get so many questions. of like, you getting the off-whites? You getting the easies? You getting this or that? Travis <laughs> you getting dunks? You getting just like, anything? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I don't sell anything, apparently. I don't get any of what people yeah. are asking for. Jesus. Don't get me started. I've worked. I worked in sneaker retail for a long time, so I, I feel you, man. Don't, don't worry. It's a fickle business. We'll say that. Um, something that is really kind of unique to the way you run your store, and also like I feel like should be more widespread, is the way you run your raffles for sneakers. Um, so more recently, I believe you've done the uh, open for like five minutes kind of thing because I did yeah. that one or two times. I didn't win, but it's fine. I don't hold a grudge. I just remember it forever. Um, <laughs> but uh, the the tree planting that one's can my you? Favorite. Yeah, that's amazing. We've spoken about it many times on the podcast. We've brought it up, but can you give like the explanation as to why uh, why you started doing that, why you've been doing that, and how it's going for you guys? Um. So. Towards the end of last year, um, I was partially frustrated and partially hyped because the previous two years were really tough for us. Um, 2017 was like peak Adidas, Nike were in that like battle and it almost killed us because we were late to the party and by uh, the time we got there, it was done. So I was just getting buried and buried. But 2018 was like, going in the right direction. And then 2019, finally, I was like, the bank isn't going to be on my ass. We're in the right direction. Mm. But like, I didn't feel, I didn't feel as good as I thought it would feel. Like I wasn't losing a lot of money. I was making some money, but I was just like, what else is there? Like there's obviously got to be something more to this. So I wanted to start doing something that like, I don't know if it's like a selfish reason, but like something that kind of made me feel good. And I think it's like the exact then, opposite of selfish. I'm just going to say that from yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just, I think it's pretty apparent that like the planet is in pretty rough shape. Um, when were the Australia wildfires? That was like, that was this year. Is that this year? <laughs> that was mm -hmm. January. My God. I so know. It, it was, it, it was around shit. then, though, because I don't think I announced it until sometime in January. Um, in, like, January, we only had, like, 33 trees planted or something like that. So it, I think the Australia wildfires sort of, like, kicked it up a notch. I was like, holy shit, the world's on fire. Like, we should probably plant some trees. Yeah. yeah. And the biggest thing was just trying to find a reputable charity to, like, work with. Um, and that's when I came across the OneTreePlanted.org. And... I had the idea that I would do it in the former raffles to try and like boost the numbers and stuff. Like I didn't want to at the end of the year be like, we, we helped plant 78 trees. Good <laughs> job, guys. Uh, I figured with the raffles, like we could really like do something significant. So I just set the goal of like 10,000. Let's see what we can do. Uh, my wife thought I was nuts, but I think we're at like 11, three now and we haven't done. Hey, yo, let's go. Before. That's crazy. Yeah. But it's just, 
I don't know. There's so many, there's just so many of us that do this and like, why aren't yeah. more trying to do something positive? And it doesn't need to be like trees or whatever. It can like be anything. Food, yeah. food bank. Like, yeah. uh, you know, youth groups, it could be literally anything. I just happen to do trees. Cause like for me, it's a, it's a neutral thing that just like benefits everybody at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, no one can say they yeah. don't believe in trees. Like, no, yeah. I don't agree that trees I mean, are needed. Some people could. I get, yeah, I'm but, sure you've gotten that. Yeah. But the, yeah, yeah, like the thing is, it's so easy. And if you're going to ball out and buy a $250 pair of shoes, you can afford to spend a dollar, two, three, four, five, or whatever, which is all it costs. It's a dollar per tree. Because I don't think we mentioned that. It's a dollar per tree planted um, with the charity that Quartzside works with. And it gets you entered into the raffle. It's a dollar. You literally probably spent that like four times that on your breakfast this morning. You're going to spend yeah. four times that to go like drive and buy the shoe on gas. So like to spend a dollar to enter a raffle, it saves obviously I would hope from bots entering because I think he mentioned that it you can buy a hundred tickets or one ticket, but it still yeah. counts as just one. That's correct, right? Yeah. 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 So I mean, if out of the goodness of your heart, you want to buy five trees, that's great, but you're still... Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't know if it's because they don't read that part of it, or if they're just like feeling generous. But there's a lot of people that do like five, ten, fifteen, twenty trees, and it's just like, oh, I'm gonna feel bad if you don't get picked. But that's what it is. Well, um, you want to believe it's out of the goodness of their heart, and not because yeah. they're not reading the fine print. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, over ten thousand trees, like that, deserves a round of applause from everybody listening. That's absolutely beautiful, and a hundred percent more stores need to get on board with stuff like that. Like you said, not just trees, but literally anything something to do first of all spur away bots and also help the world that like you said is on fire and literally bleeding out of every single crevice right now but anyways um what has been the your favorite we talked about all the sad stuff now what's been your favorite part about owning a shoe store it's been nine almost ten years now what's been the number one thing for you so far if you can pick just one uh your favorite thing of owning the shoe store aside from taking shoes whenever you want yeah <laughs> um i i think and i'm like feeling it more now but like getting a kid that's in like grade four five six in for their first pair of shoes and now they're like like buying shoes for college like that it makes me feel old uh, but like i've got friends who have kids now that are like they came in when they their head wasn't even up to the cash register, and now they're like first year university, and That's that to sick. me is yeah. like just neat. Um, I think a part of that goes back to like I said earlier, my grandfather and mother had a service station at where we lived, and it was such like a community center, and like you just saw people progress in life and just me finally being in something this long, which I never was at any other job. Like you get to see a return clientele and like just see people doing different stuff. And I think that's the, that's the neatest part of it. Just one last thing that I thought of that, like I've been like, I kind of noticed when I was working in shoes, I'm not sure if Alvin noticed the same thing when he was working with shoes, but like, do you see sneakers different differently now that it's like a job? Like, it's your livelihood. Like, when I was working in sneakers, I found myself immersed in a different way than I am now when I'm not doing it for a living. Like, you see things from a different perspective. You're not as exposed as aggressively. And for you, at the same time, it's like, 
do or die. Like it's, it's a paycheck. Like it's your house. That's your roof of your head. Um, do you see them differently now than you did before? Or are still, are they still like they're pieces of rubber? Like it's whatever. Like, like I said earlier, I still get excited for like the tech of it and stuff like that. Um, and that's more or less what excited me about it before I was ever doing this was like seeing new shit. Like when I saw the uptempo with all the air, I was like, I've never seen that before. That's amazing. So there's still instances of that happening, but it definitely like I've had to, when I first started, if it was a shoe that I liked or like a shoe that I grew up on or whatever, I'd stock it. I'd bring it into the store and I'd like let my emotional attachment to stuff growing up uh, affect what I brought in. Buying with and your heart. Buying with my heart. That has had to stop in a major <laughs> way because <laughs> I've quickly learned that like people just don't mess with like retro basketball Are stuff. Are you saying like you I don't do. have good taste? Because I don't believe I, that. <laughs> I guess not not commercially anyway not enough for people to sell and buy size runs of things so, not in charlottetown at least <laughs> yeah so that, that that's been the biggest thing is like i've had to separate myself from like what got me into this type of stuff yeah for like what i can represent in store that's like tough. i'd love to take in every retro ball shoe like when the shocks dropped i was like oh this is sick <laughs> and, and like <laughs> everyone was it's like nope it's not sick <laughs> I don't want that in my store so like I definitely like I'll, I get more sour towards things because like if something flops it's like ah screw that shoe yeah that, like, shoe, that shoe sucks screw me. <laughs> so yeah it, it is it's different damn that would be yeah a tougher part of the business for sure uh, Nathan this was like incredibly fun like this was so dope uh, probably too much fun. I'm not sure if the listeners will even be able to hear us through all the laughing we did through this episode, but, uh, it was a great time. We hope, hopefully you'll come back. Maybe it'll be an in-person thing. Maybe we'll be there. Maybe you'll be here. Ooh, yeah. Maybe we'll meet in the middle in uh Labrador. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, this was super sick. We appreciate you being here. This was yeah, super man. dope. Thank you. Um, for anybody listening, just shout out one time, Nathan, quickly, the stores, the, the, Instagram, all that stuff, so people know where to find the the shops and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, so Twitter and Instagram is uh, just Courtside Sneakers, abbreviated C R T S D S N K R S. The website is courtsidesneakers.com and Facebook slash Courtside. Um, I do control all of our social media, email, inbox. So when you send us a message, you're talking to me. So be nice. Sick. Yeah. And that's nice. why the Instagram is so professionally run because it's done by this guy, <laughs> not the 2011 and guy. And you can, yeah, not the, not the, yeah. Yo, these shoes is sick. <laughs> they slap. These shoes slap. Come cop this one. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, thank you again. Thank you to everyone who has supported and or been a part of the podcast. Wherever you're taking in the episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. We've got a Facebook group we use as a forum, sell stuff, and connect with you guys called CGS Talk. You can find it on Facebook.com slash groups slash CGS.talk. We've also got a website we use for reviews, recap stories, and much, 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 much more called CanadaGotSoul.ca. Do not forget to use hashtag CanadaGotSoul on Instagram for a feature 
I've been Lawrence Hopkins. You can find me at L Doggy Styles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J O underscore D three O's N E Y. My name is Alvin Quincy, and you can find me at M I S T E R Q and then Mars. One more time, Nathan. Tell the people where they can find you. C R T S D S N K R S. He's on been Instagram, Twitter. You can find me. He's Anywhere. been practicing that. Oh, he was practicing. Professional. Yeah, yeah, professional. Professional, all the correct grammar and all those things. Um, thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 143 episodes. I love, love y'all. And please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS and Courtside Sneakers, and we are out. Peace. <laughs>yeah that bro. was super fun thanks for having me thanks yeah, that was so good yeah hopefully it's not too late there i don't know what time it is now what is it 10 30 uh, 10 15 yeah playing some games <laughs> nice <laughs>